Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to Beer Talk Radio, and this is probably going to be the only sad episode that I put forth in uh, in season two. A couple sad things going on. I just wanted to update you guys and let you know what's happening in the craft beer world and here in San Leandro, Oakland area where I live. Um, the Englander. The Englander is shutting down. The Englander is located on Parrot Avenue. Um, I've talked about this business a few times. As you well know, my friend Jim Murray was the lead bartender at that company for about 18 years. So pretty much almost all of his adult life, he has been bartending at that uh, pub. And uh, it's really sad because they were known for really... um, supporting local craft breweries. Um, they had a lot of local taps and then they had a cask system, um, had some good English beers there as well. And it was just a wonderful place in the community where people have been going to for decades. The company was open for 25 years and they're closing this Saturday. Um, actually tomorrow. (laughs) I just went there last night and had dinner. Um, yeah, it's sad, you know, but I just wanted to use this as maybe like a teachable moment to, you know, keep everyone aware of of how expensive it is here in the Bay Area. And you really can have a successful business with a loyal customer following in the community. But if you are out here, I mean, you better have backup money <laughs> to pay that rent because, I mean, the rumor is that that the, uh, the company can't afford the rent. They, they ended their lease and they weren't able to renew the lease at a rate that would make their company profitable. And there's a lot of businesses in, in California going out, going out, going down, going under just for that reason. So, uh, message to breweries, chefs, business owners, don't do business in California. It's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And this is the state that I grew up in. And it breaks my heart to see the way that uh, the mom and pop businesses are getting squeezed out. This is why I do what I do. This is why Beer Talk Radio is what it is. If we don't continue to support local businesses, family-owned businesses, mom and pop-owned businesses, our middle class is going to be eliminated. It's going to be eliminated and it's getting eliminated here in California at an alarming rate. It scares me. It makes me not want to live in this state. I don't want to live in this state as it is. I'd rather go back to Nevada and pay like Nevada tax and have the Nevada quality of life instead of being here, having to uh, rent a room for what I used to pay for a two bedroom apartment out there. Um, I'm lucky that I'm I'm working for a man who is really smart and who has great business sense and who you know has created a profitable company where I can have a generous salary and a wonderful work-life balance but I am the exception to the rule. This is not common. The situation that I have is not usual. I'm very very lucky and it's not um it doesn't work out for everyone out here. So if you're thinking of opening a brewery, go to Nevada and do it.
do not do it out here. If you're thinking of opening a restaurant, go to Nevada and do it. Don't do it here. So RIP the Englander bar. Please go back and listen to those couple episodes that I have with Jim Murray. I have selling craft beer for sports bars in season one. I also have the Mayfest episode, which unfortunately will never, there may never be another Mayfest at the Englander considering it won't be there by May, (laughs) literally. Um, And then I also have the craft beer and chocolate intro to chocolate beer pairing episode in season two. Just put that one out, I believe in the middle of December. It was a great episode with Jim Murray. So you can hear more for, from his, uh, craft beer expertise. And we had a lot of fun in that episode. The other thing that I wanted to talk about today is the Molson, Molson Coors brewery shooting that happened yesterday or the day before I think it's very shocking to a lot of us. Um, Generally speaking, people who work in breweries are very kind and they're a lot of fun. We're blue collar people. We like, um, we like to, to relax. We like to be a part of a team. We like to do work that we're proud of. We like to work with our hands and we like to see raw materials turn into something that is, we like to see raw materials transform into something special. And that's why people who work in beer do what they do. Um, unfortunately about this, uh, former employee, I've only read one article about it because shockingly, um, our liberal news media does not want to talk about this story Um, the way that they talk about other quote-unquote mass shootings. And by the way, the definition of a mass shooting is any time that two or more people get killed. So drive-bys, if two or more people get killed, are mass shootings, no matter what the motivation behind it is. Not every mass shooting is going to kill, you know, 40, 50 people. Um, By the legal definition, it's only two or more people. So before... You guys get scared when you hear that word mass shooting or that term. Um, be be aware of what that really means numerically. Um, that's not to say that the four or five people who did who lost their lives at at the Coors Brewery are, you know, to be forgotten or that they're a negligible amount. But I just am trying to get you guys to understand how the media manipulates your emotions. Um, but moving on, this is really sad. So apparently this gentleman had been an employee of the company for several years, I believe like seven years, they said, and he was an electrician there. And, um, he had had, according to the one article that I read, he had had some sort of discrimination issues with the company. And I guess he was either, um, legally trying to take care of it or trying to take care of it with HR. And I guess he never felt heard. So as a result, uh, he decided he was going to go and shoot a bunch of people. So this brings up a couple of issues that I care about deeply. Okay. The first issue is, um, the quality of healthcare and mental healthcare that veterans get. This guy was, I believe he was in the Coast Guard. And, um, 
it's sad that whatever transpired with him, he wasn't able to get some emotional release to help him deal with the discrimination that he said he was feeling. And this is not typical of veterans, but this is why I'm starting Jen's Giving. This is why I'm working with veterans group in veterans groups in Nevada for this exact reason to keep veterans from committing suicide, to keep veterans from quietly suffering in the pain of whatever it is that they feel so they don't, you know, so hopefully they don't go home and beat their wives and kill their kids and kill themselves and or go to work and kill people. I don't know exactly what the discrimination stuff was about. I do know that that the report said that he was black. Um, which could mean anything. He may not even be black. He could be Dominican. He could be Cuban. He could be uh, Jamaican. He might not have even grown up in this country. I mean, the way the media is, you never really know what the facts truly are. Um, If the brewery was discriminating against him in any sort of way that made him uncomfortable, I, I would have hoped that he would be professional enough to try to resolve it through the proper channels. Um, I'm not sure if he got terminated and that's what triggered all of this, but either way, I guarantee you the brewery had nothing to do with his mental health and the brewery did not trigger this, um, in a, in a way that I think is excusable. Bad things happen to people all the time. Bad things happen to people of color bad things happen to white people. White people get fired. I've fired white people myself. I mean, these things happen. Um, It's no excuse to come back with a gun and hurt people that you don't know or barely know or take people away from their families um, over your own feelings or your own injustices. You know, a lot of us have had unlawful terminations. I've had unlawful terminations. In one case, I went back and I reported them to the Alameda um, Alameda County, um, what is it called? Uh, Labor Commission, you know. You, you go up the chain. You report people to the Better Business Bureau. Talk shit on Yelp if you have to. You know, sue the company if you have to. But don't go back and shoot people. And I guess what I'm afraid of is I don't want this to reflect badly on the craft beer industry and uh, a community, at least here in California and certainly in Nevada, a community that has been very, oh shit, as I was saying, a community that has been 100% supportive of me. And for every brewery or every brewer that doesn't return my calls, I know that there's five or six that will. For every time that I've walked into a brewery and had the staff be rude to me, I've walked into 10 breweries where the staff was incredibly helpful and and had great customer service. And the color of my skin or my gender had absolutely nothing to do with it. And so I just don't want anyone in the craft beer uh, community or in the beer community at large to look at this situation and say, see... See, see how people of color are treated. See how people of color are discriminated against. You see why we have to have safe, safe spaces. You see why we have to have inclusivity, inclusivity. Fuck that. No, 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 no. None of that is happening. 
if this gentleman got fired, and I use that term loosely, he's not a gentleman, but if this man got fired for uh, employment issues, interpersonal issues, performance issues, and then wants to turn around and use the race card as an excuse, I'm sorry, I'm not going to buy that. And I'm not going to let the media perpetuate that lie. And that's why I had to just speak out on this. And I will never, ever, ever, ever have any sort of inclusivity, um, white guilt, complaining episodes where I'm talking about how horrible everyone in food and beverage is when I know that to not be true. The same accusations and the same um, complaints of, of racist culture that many of the um, craft beer influences of color are perpetuating. I will tell you that that none of that is true. None of it. And um, we're fine. We're fine. We can do this. We can be a part of this industry. No one is excluding us legally. No one is excluding us culturally. If you don't show up and apply for the job, then no one can ever hire you. And it's just that simple. And if you get the job and you have problems, you get fired just like everyone else gets fired for having problems at their job, you know, no matter what color or gender that they are. The same complaints have been lodged in against the culinary industry, which is an industry I've been in for a long time now, many, almost two decades. And you know what? I haven't found it to be true. And on that note, you know, I don't feel like I should really say anything more. Um, If I really told you guys how I feel, you probably wouldn't listen to my show. So let's just keep it fun and let's keep it happy. Beer Talk Radio is all about beer. That's all I care about. I care about the beer. I care about the flavor. I care about the body. I care about the styles being um, presented in a delectable, refreshing way. I care about the people who create beer. I care about the distributors that are getting the beers out to the stores. I care about the sales reps who are supporting that. I care about the marketers, the graphic designers, the people who design the cans, the label cans. I care about the drivers who are getting the beer from point A to point B. And obviously I care about the consumers. I want you guys to have an amazing, enjoyable beer experience. And that's what Beer Talk Radio is here to do. I want the leaders of these businesses, uh, food, these restaurants, these bars, these breweries, I want them to be the best that they can be so that they don't go out of business uh, like the, the Englander did, unfortunately. I want them to, to have sales that are just going through the roof and I want to change the culture of beer drinking to, 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 so that we can all love it and we can all love more of it, more different types of beer. Um, That's what I'm here for. I'm not here to complain about what I perceive that white people are doing or what what I perceive that how white people are treating everyone else. No, 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 no. We're not here for that. We're here to talk about money. We're here to be profitable. We're here to train great leaders, great managers, great owners, great bartenders, great chefs, great servers. That's what we're here for. All right, guys. 
So that's my little mini episode. Um, if you feel differently, if you have something to say, if you have an argument, if you have more information about this case that you want to share with me, hey, leave me a voicemail. Um, your opinion is valid to me. Write me an email, Ginny at BeerTalkRadio.net. I answer all of my emails. You're always welcome to debate me. You're always welcome to show me a different side give me a different experience, share anything that you want with me. You're my listeners, you're my friends, and I care about you. All right, guys, thanks for listening and have a cold one.